Hi, and thanks for listening today to the verse of the day. My name is Pastor Matt, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in, and I believe I've got a great verse for you today. I have made it home. Uh, For those of you who have been listening over the last couple of days, you know that I was traveling with my family in the family minivan to visit some friends in Nashville and family in Georgia, and so over the last Eight days, we've um, traveled about 2,500 miles in our little minivan, and it held together, and we held together, and it was a great time, and just a splendid time, one of the best weeks of my life getting to spend uh, with Heather and the kids, but I am so glad to be home and in my own bed and in my own house. And so I'm really looking forward to being back at Destiny on Sunday, Easter Sunday. It's going to be amazing. And also, Good Friday. If uh, you're in San Antonio, don't have anywhere to go on Friday night, we're having a great service at Destiny, 7 o'clock. You are all welcome to join us. Now, for our verse of the day, I want to look at something from John chapter 12 as we get ready for uh, Easter. This past Sunday was Palm Sunday, and that's the Sunday that Jesus entered into Jerusalem uh, five days before he would be crucified, and the crowds were cheering for him. They ripped off palm branches. They were waving them at him as they were celebrating uh, his entry into the city. And I had the opportunity while I was in Georgia to speak at Open Bible Tabernacle, which is a church that Heather's great-grandfather started and uh, that Pastor Doug Pittman pastored for a season. And so I had the great honor of speaking there this past Sunday. And so I wanted to share with you a thought that I shared with that church as I spoke on Sunday. I'm not going to take all 40 minutes and give you a sermon. But there's one thing that I want you to see. And from John chapter 12, we're going to look at three verses today. And these three verses paint a very vivid picture for us about the way Jesus lived and about the way I believe that we should live as well. And so we know that Jesus came into Jerusalem, that people were shouting. And in verse 13 of John 12, it says that they took off branches of palm trees and they went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, which means save now. They were asking Jesus to save them as their Messiah, but they were not looking for a spiritual savior. They were not looking for someone to save them from their sins. Instead, they were looking for someone to save them politically from Rome. Nevertheless, they cry out, Hosanna, save now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And so this huge crowd, uh, it's estimated it was over 2 million people that would descend upon Jerusalem at the Passover time. A large group of them go out to meet Jesus, and they're proclaiming that he is the King of Israel. They're proclaiming that they are going to follow him. They are proclaiming that they want Jesus to save them. Yet they're going to find out that they can't control Jesus, that they he's not going to be manipulated by what they want. You know, we don't come to God and hand him our job description and say, this is the God I want you to be. That would be making God in our image. And really what God is all about is forming us and fashioning us in his image. But this same group of people, when they find out that they can't manipulate Jesus, they can't, that they that he will not allow them to force him to do something that he was not sent here to do, 
they end up turning on him. And they turn on a dime. The same crowd, the same group of people that are shouting, Hosanna, that are celebrating Jesus is here. When he's not the Messiah that they wanted, five days later, that same crowd is crying something else. They're crying something different. They're crying out, crucify him, crucify him. And what I want you to see is that the crowd is so fickle. That's why we cannot live for the praises or the glory that comes from pleasing the crowd, from giving everybody else what they want. No, we live only and solely for the glory of God, to please Him, to serve Him. And we see that that is Jesus' mode of operation. That is Jesus' attitude. In verse 27, it says, Jesus said, My soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. For this purpose I have come into the world. Verse 28, Father, glorify your name. Jesus said, I'm not going to allow other people to dictate why I'm here and what I'm going to do. I've been sent here by God on a mission with a purpose, and I'm going to use my life to glorify God. That is the mindset that all of us need to have every single day. We are not going to be swayed by the opinions of others about what we should do, the way that we should live. No, we are going to base our life on the Word of God, and we are going to live our lives for the glory of God. And so if that means that we have to make an unpopular decision, if that means that we have to go against the crowd and the current trends in culture, well then so be it, because culture is always changing. God's Word never changes. People's opinions are constantly in flux and fluctuating, but God's will never changes. And so we live not for the praise and the glory that comes from pleasing others. We live our lives to give praise and glory to God. The third verse I want us to see in John chapter 12 is verse 42. And it says that even many of the Pharisees, the Jewish leaders, had believed in Jesus yet for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it because they were worried that they would be put out of the synagogue. Verse 43, For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. This is a sad verse. People who believed in Jesus were afraid of confessing their faith publicly for fear of what the political, vocational, social ramifications would be. We cannot be people like that. I will not be someone like that. No, we're not going to live for the glory that comes from men. We are going to live our lives for the glory of God. Thank you for listening today to the verse of the day. I hope that this has encouraged you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God's word would transform your life. I love you. I'm looking forward to being back at Destiny and worshiping together with you. And I know that if you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.